Hey guys, it's me, Bridget, Samantha, Fred, Mia, and Remy behind Samantha. Oh, oh, oh Fred. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Fred didn't have a lot he wanted to say today, but we just wanted to tell everybody um, how much we miss you and we cannot wait to get back to church. We've just been staying healthy at home basically and eating a lot of yes. food. A lot of food. Yeah, we really enjoy it. And so does Fred. Yes, he does. Yeah. And make sure you're watching our children's ministry videos on our Facebook page. It's VCC Children's Ministry. And we hope you are staying healthy at home. We, we miss you! Bye! Bye, guys! Hi, VCC family from the Browns. We miss you. We have enjoyed the quiet and togetherness during the quarantine. I'm sure you'll be surprised to know Dennis has taken off so much time and I have been reading and working from home. I love Zoom meetings. Even our dogs have enjoyed having us home every day. We have gone out a few times to get groceries or go to a store and we rarely order out. We have camped at the camper a few times at the farm, and Dennis never complains about the freeze warnings. We miss you. We hope to see you soon. Make sure that you take care, wash your hands, and social distance. Bye! Hi, it's Sam and Julie. We've been staying at home and being healthy. Um, we've had some exciting news during this time. We're having another boy added to our family at the end of October with Tara and Ryan. Plus, they've got news that they are going to get to adopt the three kids that they've been keeping for the last two years, and we're pretty excited about that. Never let it be said that God does not provide miracles. Tara and Ryan was told they could not have children. Now they have five, or soon will have. We are a blessed family. We're a blessed nation. We appreciate our church, and we appreciate all of those who are praying for us along the rest of our community. Be safe. See you soon. God bless. Good morning. Welcome to BCC. On behalf of all of us, we would like to say, Happy Mother's Day.
called Jesus Calling that John got us as praise team for Christmas. We got us each a different one, I think. Um, but it's by Sarah Young, and it's basically a, like a little letter from Jesus every day. And I'm surprised how often it is right on target to what I need. And this message really struck close to my heart. I am taking care of you. Trust me at all times. Trust me in all circumstances. When you are weary and everything seems to be going wrong, you can still utter these four words. I trust you, Jesus. By doing so, you release matters into my control and you fall back into the security of my everlasting arms. Before you arise from your bed in the morning, I have already arranged the events of your day. Every day provides many opportunities for you to learn my way and grow closer to me. Signs of my presence brighter even than the dullest day, when you have eyes that really see. Search for me as for hidden treasure. I will be found by you. And that's based on Proverbs 3, 5 through 6.
indeed, blessed be your name. And Lord, we are so thankful, God, for you. We are thankful for all the blessings that you continue to pour out over top of us, Lord. And although be it, it's been a trying couple of months, Lord, we thank you for the challenge that has been given to us to worship in different ways, God. We know it has drawn us closer to you in ways that we don't even realize. God, we thank you for the mothers who are with us, watching us, who are praying over their children. Um, we know, God, that mothers have taken on many different roles over the last several weeks, and we are so thankful for them. We are thankful for the blessing that they are. We are thankful for how you allow them to do your work, Lord. And God, we just ask that you continue to bless them. Thank you, God, for all of the healing that has occurred throughout our country, throughout our world. And we pray, God, for continued healing for everyone. Thank you, God, again, for all the blessings that you continue to pour out over each and every one of us. In your loving name we pray. Amen.
Good morning and happy Mother's Day. I want to welcome all of you members and friends of Vanceburg Christian Church. We're glad that you tuned in for our worship service today. This is one of the most unusual Mother's Days we've ever experienced as we still shelter in place trying to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Mothers, we usually give you a gift today, but obviously we can't do that. We do plan to give you a gift at some point in the near future when we can all meet together. So be aware of that. And on a similar note, the governor has decreed that we can start meeting together at our church buildings on Sunday, May the 24th. So our elders have planned an outdoor service for that day so we can all see each other. Weather permitting, we're going to have an outdoor service at the VCC parking lot down on Front Street, May 24th at 11 a.m. So get the word out about that. We ask that you bring a chair and we ask that you would obey any guidelines that may still be in place at that time for our safety, such as social distancing. So we look forward to that and uh, can't wait to see you in person. What I want to do now is to go into a time of communion together. We've asked that you have some emblems ready to participate the past few weeks as we have done this online worship service. So uh, we're going to do this because Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me. And the early church did this every Sunday. So every Sunday at Vanceburg Christian Church, we take communion. And if we can't do it all together in one place, we're going to do it together on the internet or the radio. So I'm going to say a prayer, and then we'll take the bread and eat it and drink the juice. The bread represents the body of Jesus. The juice represents his blood. So let's pray. Lord, we bow before you today just asking your blessing on our service today, giving you thanks for all the mothers. We pray a special blessing on them. We ask that you'd help us to remember just how much mothers mean to us, to our families, to our church, to the community. Lord, we thank you for the godly mothers that most of us have had. Lord, we want to pray for our nation and our community and our church during this time when we are battling against a dreadful disease. And Lord, we want to pray giving you thanks for Jesus who helps us overcome the spiritual disease of sin. And he does it through his blood. The blood that he shed on the cross has the power to take away our sins forever. So, Lord, we take this bread and we drink from this cup in appreciation of your great love that you've shown us in Jesus. And we pray this in his wonderful name. Amen.
Our scripture for today is from Proverbs 31, which talks about the, the perfect woman. So as you're finding that scripture, let me uh, tell you a couple of things that uh, want to lead into the sermon today. I saw a cartoon of the family circus a few years ago where little Billy was walking along with a friend and he says, I found a system for getting along with my mother. She tells me what to do and I do it. I think we'd all agree that's a pretty good system. What would we do without godly mothers? Robert Ingersoll was a famous skeptic back in the day. And at his prime, he was touring college campuses in the United States, giving lectures, trying to refute Christianity. He stopped at one college and a couple of students went to hear him lecture. As they were walking home after the lecture, one student says to the other, well, I guess Ingersoll really knocked the props out from under Christianity, didn't he? The other student replied, no, I don't think he did. You see, Ingersoll did not explain my mother's life. And until he explains my mother's life, I will stand by my mother's God. Thank God for godly mothers. And in Proverbs 31, we read about the perfect mother. This is a standard that probably no one can live up to, but this is the wife of noble character. Chapter 31, beginning with verse 10. A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Oh, a, a godly mother, a godly woman, you just can't put a price tag on what she's worth to her husband, to her children to her church, to her community. The next verse says, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Nothing can break up a marriage quicker than a lack of trust, a lack of confidence. So this is what the spouse must have for the other, confidence. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Oh, we all could tell sad stories of people who were in bad marriages because one spouse did harm over and over again instead of the good that he or she was supposed to bring. But she brings him good, not harm, for all the days of her life. Then we get into some of the specifics about what makes her such a noble woman of character. Verse 13 says, She selects wool and flax, and works with eager hands. So she makes some choices about what to buy. We have to make careful choices about the purchases that we make to make good deals. And she works with eager hands. She's not dreading her life. She's not putting it off. She's eager to go to work. Verse 14 says she's like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She makes sure that her family is fed. She goes out and makes the purchases. She brings them in. And today, that's kind of a dangerous job. Isn't it kind of scary to go to the supermarket and wait in line and keep your distance from everybody and wear your mask and look at all the precautions 
about the coronavirus, it's kind of a scary thing to, to go out and bring in the food, but that's what the noble mother does. Verse 15 says she gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. Now, some of you are scratching your heads and say, what does that mean? Getting up while it's still night? That just doesn't happen. It's always light when I wake up. Uh, many people are morning persons and others not so much. But this lady gets her day started while it's still dark. She knows there's, knows there's work to be done to get up and to provide food for her family and for her servants. Verse 16 says she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. I had some friends years ago who told me about how when they were starting out, they kind of got a pretty good start in life. And they were working and wanted to buy a place outside of town where they'd have some room, uh, some land. They went to look at this small farm and they just couldn't quite make a deal. They just thought it was too expensive. And a couple days later, the man comes home from work and his wife says, well, honey, I, I went and bought that farm we were looking at. I got a better deal on it. So this is the kind of woman that we're talking about here. She's in the real estate business and she's making deals. She's considering a field. She buys it. She plants a vineyard. It's not just land to have just to uh, live on and uh, not do anything with it. She's going to make some money off this land. Verse 17 says, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. This lady doesn't need a membership at the gym, does she? She's going to stay in shape. She's going to stay toned just from all of the things that she does every day. She works hard. She works vigorously. Verse 18 says, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. Now anybody can trade, but it takes somebody special to trade and always make a profit. And that's what she's doing. She's not just buying and selling uh, at random. She's doing deals that make money for her family. It says her lamp does not go out at night. Well, we've already seen that she gets up before daylight. Now she's working after the sun goes down. This is an industrious woman. In her hand, verse 19 says, she holds the distaff and she grasps the spindle with her fingers. This lady's working hard. You imagine somebody that's got calluses from all the work that she does day in, day out, from dawn till after night. It says in verse 20, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Many of us can remember how our mothers did things to help the poor in our community. They would take them food. They would give them clothing. That's what a wife of noble character does. She remembers the poor and she does things to make their lives better. Verse 21 says, when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. 
the winter doesn't catch her by surprise because she's worked ahead of time to clothe her family. She's got them ready. Verse 22, she makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. She's not only making clothing for her family, she's making clothing for herself. She's making sure that she takes care of herself as well as her loved ones. It says in verse 23, her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. Now, wherever the town's business is getting done, maybe city hall, maybe the courthouse, maybe your local McDonald's is where the business gets done by the men of the city. But her husband is able to be there and make a difference because he knows that she's taking care of things at home and he's respected because he has such a good, noble wife. Verse 24 says, She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She's not just making things for her own family. She's making extra so that she can have things to sell. This lady is industrious. She's always busy, always doing things that are profitable, not only for her family, but for others as well. Verse 25 says, She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Now, there's more to life <clears throat> than being clothed physically. You've got to be clothed with righteousness and with your actions. And it says her actions have clothed her with strength and dignity. And because of that, she can laugh at the days to come. There's a saying, if you do what you have to do when you have to do it, then you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. You've got to take care of business. You've got to get things done. And when you do, you can laugh at the days to come and you can enjoy life. It says in verse 26, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She's not just doing the right thing. She's saying the right thing. She is imparting her wisdom not only to her children, but to her servants, to anyone in her sphere of influence. She's imparting the wisdom, and it's not her own wisdom. It's the wisdom of God. This book of Proverbs starts out by saying how important wisdom is. It's the fear of the Lord that's the beginning of wisdom. And wisdom is worth so much. It's worth so much that whatever it takes, you get wisdom. So she has wisdom. She speaks with wisdom. Verse 27 says she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. She's interested in what's going on in her husband's life, in her children's life. She helps them with her homework. She knows when they've got problems. She watches over the affairs of her household. She does not eat the bread of idleness. This is not a lazy woman. She's industrious, this noble woman of character. And because of all this, verse 28 says, her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. 
children of a godly woman have a lot to say about their mother. And the husband of such a wife, why, if he's not praising her, then he surely ought to be. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Now remember, this is the epitome of a woman here. This is the, the template. This is the perfect woman that is being uh, displayed here. Many women do noble things, but you, you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You know, some people appear to be charming, but they're really not once you get to know them. Charm is deceptive. Beauty, at least outward beauty, that's fleeting. It could be here today and a few years later gone. But a woman who prays, or a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. This is where your real beauty comes from, to be a, a godly person. Verse 31 says, Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. This is a day when we honor mothers for all they've done. The godly mothers who've taught us about Jesus, the hardworking mothers who've provided for us. This is a day when we truly want to honor them and praise them for all that they've done, for all the part that they've taken in God's radical plan to save the world through Jesus. It's these godly mothers who play such an important part in the kingdom of God. They take care of their family. They take care of others. They spread the good news about Jesus, which is the ultimate wisdom of God. And for that, we praise them. Years ago, I was a preacher at First Christian Church in Junction City, Kentucky. Jim and Lois Randolph were rock-solid members of that church. They were probably the oldest members of the church, and it was a chore for them to get to church, but they did every Sunday. Jim, who'd once been a big, strong man, he was sheriff of the county. Well, now he was aged. He was on a walker. And he could just barely shuffle into church on Sunday morning, but every Sunday morning he did. And his wife, Lois, took care of his needs every day, make sure, made sure that he got to church every Sunday. She drove him everywhere he needed to go, took care of him in every way. And then Jim finally died. And it was as if Lois realized that her purpose on earth was fulfilled. She'd taken good care of her husband. Now she was ready to go and be with him. So just a few weeks after Jim died, Lois was in a hospital in Danville, Kentucky on her deathbed, unresponsive, with family gathered around her. And when I went to visit, her daughter and granddaughter asked me to read Proverbs 31. I said, sure, no problem. I can do that. And the farther we got into it, her children rise, call her blessed. Many women do noble things, but you 
surpass them all. By the time we got to the end of the scripture, we were all blubbering with, with tears. Some tears of sorrow and some tears of joy because of life well lived by a woman of noble character. So to all you moms out there, God bless you. and Keep on doing what you do. And let's all appreciate the godly moms in God's kingdom. Thank you. Hey, church family, it's the Kidwells. We're staying home and staying healthy. I've been reading the dinner bell for 37 days. Hope to see you soon. Miss you guys. Miss you guys.